Hi! Welcome to the CJB Sports Show podcast. Shorter, as always, on Mondays. We have Corey Dick, the executive director of the Manitoba Major Soccer League, in studio tonight to talk about their summer. Also, a quick look back at the weekend and week seven in the CFL. That's all on the podcast. Oh, and the CFL. Yes, lots happened in the CFL over the weekend. And if you're a regular listener to the show, you know every Monday I'll do a quick little rundown of what happened during the previous week. We might not yet know who the very best teams are, but we know who's good and we know who's terrible. So let's get to it in the always existing Week 7 CFL Recap. Begins in Ottawa with a Grey Cup rematch, but with backup quarterbacks. Nick Arbuckle against Jonathan Jennings, and Calgary dominates all the stats. It barely spends any time in front. Just field goals through three quarters. 12-9 Calgary heading into the fourth. Oh, look, a touchdown. Ottawa's in front by four, but Calgary driving for the tying TD, but they fumbled on the one. Ottawa recovers. They can't get a first down, but they're just going to punt it away. Hope their D gets another star. They're taking a safety. What? Calgary just needs the field goal for the win. Of course, they get it. 17-16 final. What you doing, Rick Campbell? Rick! Now to Edmonton, where the Eskimos are hosting the winless Argos. Could this be the night Toronto gets their first? No. No, no, no. They never score. 26-0 Edmonton. Bombers in Hamilton. A possible Grey Cup preview. All Hamilton early. 14-0. Just six minutes in. But oh, no! Jeremiah Mazzoli! Oh, no. Non-contact. Torn ACL out for the year. It legitimately... But it's Dane Evans time. Surely the Bombers can come back to win this. Now, first of all, don't call me Shirley. Second, look promising at first. 14-9 late in the first half. But Lucky Whitehead fumbles the kickoff. Momentum stunted. Just field goals from there. And a 23-15 win for Hamilton. The Bombers are vincible. And now to BC. Lions hosting the Riders in a game. You'd have to think the Leos need to win to get things on the right track. And they heard that and said... Let's do the complete opposite. 110 yards of offense. That's it. Riders have the ball for 38 minutes. Mike Riley completes eight passes. Ryan Lankford is all they had. 45-18 final. What on earth is going on in Vancouver? The Lions flat out stink. My goodness. Who would have saw this coming at the start of the season? I get it. You might take a while for things to gel when you add all these new parts. But whoa. (laughs) Mike Riley has no chance. He's getting pummeled back there. Our head's going to roll. It's July. We'll see. And now we turn our attention to our next guest, Corey Dick, who has been here before. He's the executive director of the Manitoba Major Soccer League. How are you doing, Corey? Doing pretty good. How are you, Christian? Good. How's your summer been? Pretty nice. I'm still waiting for my holidays, though. Yeah, I guess you don't get much uh, of a break in the heat of the soccer season. No, this is the busy time for us, so hopefully you get a break after the the playoffs. And when are the playoffs? Playoffs are uh, end of September. So you've got a ways to go yet. i got a ways to go, but I get a week somewhere in uh, in August, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay, Uh, big thing coming up for your league in August is the Bison Cup Tournament Final. So first of all, what is the Bison Cup? 
and what makes the final special this year? Yeah, no, it's it's a great question. The Bison Cup tournament, it's something we've had for about three years, and it's this knockout tournament that we run um, side by side with our league schedule. So it's two teams, you know, two teams in, one team wins, and you just continue all the way up to the cup. So it's just knockout all the way through. Knockout all the way through. What's special about this year is um, we started talking to Valor uh, Football Club, and they said, oh, and what, what can we do together? And we said, well, you have a pretty great stadium. Um, how about a doubleheader? And they said yes. So our, our Bison Cup final will be a doubleheader with a Valor game. Nice. So that's coming up in August? That's coming up in August. It's August 17, and the Valor game starts at 5, okay. and our game starts at 8 p.m. So basically, you want people to stick around. Oh, yeah. The, the whole point, you know, <laughs> you saw, you know, the, the professionals do it. Well, these are the amateurs. These are the guys hoping to get onto Valor someday. Right. And so you're looking at two of the best, what are, what's going to probably be two of the best amateur football clubs in this province. You bet. That, I mean, that's what they've been playing for all summer. Right. So that's a, that's a nice carrot to dangle. It's fantastic. And these guys get a taste of it, right? Mm. They get to, to go on the big field. And, you know, the refs come out and you do the pictures beforehand. They get the, the dressing room experience. Uh, it, you get that feel. And uh, it, it's, it's great for us to be in the stands, too. Right. Have them on a great pitch. Any worry that it's going to feel empty if there aren't a lot of people sticking around? Yeah, you know what? It's a big stadium. I don't think that's going to matter to us. I think okay. that the the guys are going to be playing uh, fantastic football, fantastic soccer, and um, you know the, the fans that stay around or the fans that come out just for them, um, it'll be great for them. Okay. They'll enjoy it. And an eight p.m. start is going to be still, I guess the sun is setting at that point. Sun is setting, but the IG field has lights. Got the right? big lights. Got the big oh, yeah. lights Not up, a problem. Right? Yeah. Just, <laughs> environmentally pretty cool there. So are the teams kind of seeded one to the bottom and then they start going from there? Or is it kind of a random draw to determine the bracket for this tournament? Yeah, fantastic. Uh, at the beginning, it's the lower teams, the lower division teams, right? And you're just sort of playing each mm-hmm. other. Uh Getting those 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 first games out of the way. I mean, there's so many games that you have to do. How many to teams get to the are? Top. How many teams start in the tournament? You're looking at about uh, seventy plus. Okay. Yeah. So think March Madness, basically. Think March Madness, and it's 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 tough to to get all those games in. And there's injuries, and there's holidays, and and there's their own league schedule. The league schedule, and it's it's a lot of games in a short period of time. So really, surviving that tournament is pretty pretty impressive. Okay. It's the nature of soccer to have a bunch of different tournaments on top of a league schedule. We see that in the Premier League. You got the FA Cup, you got the Champions League, you've got the UEFA Cup. Here you've got the Canadian Championship on top of the Canadian Premier League. So this Bison Cup is kind of similar to that idea. You got to play a lot of games and uh, you have to have a strong team with strong, you know, every, every player has to be strong. Right. And, you know, you, you bring in those subs. And they can do fantastic jobs on the day. Right. And so I imagine then the final two teams will be fairly young teams. Fairly young teams. So once you get to the the top of the bracket there, um, these teams are usually uh, first division teams. Okay. So the premier teams usually go into the provincial cup. Uh, But for us, for the Bison Cup, it's sort of the the second tier. And the the teams are fantastic. They're they're reaching up. They want to be the... The best team. They want to get into that, you know, just about the, nice. the top teams in the province. 
And uh, perhaps this final could make your 50th anniversary documentary that's coming out soon. Your 20, 2021 is the 50th anniversary of your league? You bet. Yeah. For us, it's uh, so it's Manitoba Major Soccer League, but it's really a, a joining of the two teams, like I, I mentioned last time. So you have the Manitoba Central Soccer League, started in 1971. And then later on, we had the Molson Super Soccer Alliance for all our soccer fans out there. Uh, and then they joined together. So for soccer in the province, it's 50 years is coming up really quick. Nice. And you are marking that with a, a documentary. So what are you hoping to do with this doc? Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, well, I want stories. Uh, so I'm I'm pretty new. I, I've played in the league, um, but, you know, that's 90s, 2000s. Right. And I'm back at it. But, you know, 1970s, we need to, to get those stories out. Who started it? Why did they do it? Which ethnic groups uh, did it? What kind of stories did you have? Right. Uh, there used to be this Alexandria Park right behind, um, uh, used to be the old stadium. Okay. And it was just a fantastic place. And I grew up, you know, having, um, you know, the, the, the youth provincials there. But it was, a, it was a, just a really special place that you, it was, if you got to those finals, if you right. got to the provincials, hey, um, you knew it was a special day. Right. So if anyone is out there listening and, Says, hey, I, I have some, I got a story. Hey, I'm looking for, you know, just like in, in, in football, is there, a, you know, the fog story or mm. the snow story or right. your, the best goal ever, you know, that hat trick that you could never do again. Right. That, those are the kind of stories I'm looking for. And it could be the players or the coaches, refs. Um, everybody's got a, a couple in their back pocket. Of course. So if they, how can they reach out to you? Uh, they can uh, give us a, a shout on a uh, on our website, um, email is probably the best way, you know, just give a, uh, give me a line at office at mmsl.ca okay, and just simple. say, Corey, I got a story. I'd love to get it on film. Perfect. Uh, anything else happening, uh, coming up? Yeah. D- down the road, we've got a, a low income bursary tournament next March. So March 29, 2020, you can put that on your calendars already. <laughs> um, we're doing something new and, uh, for a bunch of our younger players, it, it is costly to play, and um, what we're doing its first time is having this this, uh, this low-income bursary tournament. We're trying to get corporate sponsors in, uh, come out and play, enjoy it, and, you know, any profits that we, we make from that tournament, this indoor tournament, we're going to put into a bursary, and guys can apply at the, the Manitoba Major Soccer League. Corey, I, I don't have enough money to play. Can you help me out? Right. And I said, I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to. Because a lot of it, um, a lot of it is newcomers to right. Winnipeg, and you know, language and school and part-time jobs, the the money goes quick. Right, and for a lot of these players, then soccer is what they know, and that's the language maybe that they would share with someone here. Oh, it's fantastic! It's it's an easy in, right? So, you you might have come from anywhere around the world, but you know soccer. Right. You don't need to speak English. <laughs> you know, you can catch up catch up on that later, but. This, uh, it gets you out. It makes some quick friendships. It might make some work connections for you. You never know where it leads. Right. Well, Corey, I appreciate you coming down again today. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks. Tune in to the CGOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 with me, Christian O'Mell, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. It's actually on iTunes now. Wow. If you got an Android, then I dig you're out of luck, but Apple products, you're good. So listen to the podcast, please. Subscribe? You can rate it? What's the worst that could happen? <laughs>